The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how marketers can play in the overlap between the real and digital worlds. Joining us is Jeff White, who's the founder and CEO of Gravy Analytics, which delivers real-world location intelligence to advertisers and brands. Gravy Analytics uses a patented technology they call Admit One TM to verify consumer attendance at millions of places and events, providing unprecedented insight into consumer activities and interests. Yesterday, Jeff and I talked through the data behind live events and why it's valuable to marketers. And today we're going to discuss the best practices for integrating event-based location data into your marketing campaigns. Here's the second part of our interview with Jeff White, the founder and CEO of Gravy Analytics. Jeff, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Great to have you back. Yesterday, we talked a lot about event-based location data, what it is, and how you're basically able to understand which consumers are going to everything from the macro events, the Jay-Z concert at the SAP Center, all the way down to startup meetup for the SEO community. I want to talk to you a little bit today about how to take that rich events data and how to build it into marketing campaigns. Let's first start off by talking a little bit about the customers that work with you. You mentioned yesterday that there's a couple different ways that they can sort of segment out their data, whether they're buying prefab data segments or building custom ones. What's the delivery mechanism where you're sending people the data, API, CSV file? How are you actually transferring this event data to marketers? We have really three ways by which we deliver this, and it really varies depending on the customer's use case. So you mentioned the first one, which is probably the easiest, which is audiences, pre-built cohorts based upon understanding how people live their lives, right? So typically our audiences are already on the shelf at all of the largest DMPs, DSPs. So no matter where any of our customers are used to buying audience data and targeting attribute data, from today, they can get it at their existing place. So Oracle, LiveRam, MediaMath, Trade Desk, wherever. They're on the shelf today. The second one is really what we call insights. And these are largely, we do a lot of attribution work. So I'm a marketer. I'm running a campaign to target home buyers, let's say, 
and I want to understand people are in market for homes and I'm running these campaigns, do I see them convert? So we track from a location standpoint, the conversion rates into destinations for our advertisers. We call that attribution. And the last thing is we have a lot of larger customers who actually license the data. They licensed all of our attendances on a scale and ingest them and put them into their own marketing, CRM, analytic platforms. And on a monthly basis, to give you a sense of the scale, we will validate 2 billion attendances every month in the U.S. Okay, so there are three ways that people are using the data. They're going through some sort of a programmatic advertising platform and where your data is being fed. So you have large channel partners like the trade desks and live ramps and oracles of the world where marketers might already have access to this event location data without actually explicitly buying it through you. The second way that people are using this data is basically to do attribution. And then the third way is people are actually just buying the data directly from you and feeding it into their platforms. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. You nailed it. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about the third use case where let's say I'm a marketer and I think I used this example before. I'm trying to reach people that are in the marketing community and I want a separate audience of just the SEO communities. There are meetups all over the country, all over the world. If I wanted to buy that data directly from you, what do those relationships look like? We license the attendance data all the time directly to research, even like things like universities, analytic shops, big platforms who are doing their own analytic studies against it. And again, I want to give a sense of the scale because it's important. We process 17 billion location records every single day. So it's massive amounts of location-based data. And in the U.S., it's about 250 million unique devices. And some people can process it and handle it. And we simply deliver it via a simple S3 bucket, believe it or not, over Amazon every single day. Others want us to do the insights and analytics for them and just give them the resultant sets. So sometimes the resultant sets are, I'm a marketer and I'm looking to create a custom audience. So I want to combine NASCAR fans with dog lovers. So we look at people who go to NASCAR races and Petco. <laughs> and we do that work ourselves and deliver that. Other cases, they can do it themselves and they just say, give me the data and we'll comprise it on our own. I understand what you're saying in terms of the scale of the data is absolutely at the enterprise level. This is not a service where you're going to go and get 100 email addresses to pipe into your Facebook campaign to create a like audience. It is a mass amount of data. On the flip side, your company is able to create these data sets where you can build a custom audience. To me, I think that's, I guess, the farthest down the funnel. And the reason why I'm asking about it is as a marketer, people that are listening to this service, they're sitting here saying, hey, I know who my audience is. And I think that they might be going to a meetup or a specific event or a type of concert. Can I go to Gravy Analytics and say, hey, can you just give me a one-time drop of everyone that's an SEO or whatever segment it's going to be? Is that something that is actionable for marketers? Is it in a format where I can then take your data and drop it into Facebook and say, retarget these people? Or do I have to go through some of the DSPs? No, that's a very common use case for us. In fact, it really comes up to us helping our customers do this pure blocking and tackling the business, which is understand your customers better. So I like the way you articulated it. If you think you understand who your best customers are, we usually do one of two things. Either A, we act upon that spec, or B, we validate that spec. 
And you'd be surprised how many customers think they know their best customers, how many of our customers think they know their best customers. And in reality, when you look at the location-based behavioral data, like uh, not so much, they really kind of look like this. So we can do that. And then how do I find more of them in the wild? Or the other side of that coin that we do a great bit of is, tell me who my competitor's best customers are. And if I can understand that, how do I then launch conquesting against that set so we can identify both sides of that coin for our customers? Okay, so let's do a little role-playing exercise here. I run a MarTech podcast. I think that people that are likely to listen to this show that I want to market to are, there's a high correlation between MarTech podcast listeners and digital marketing conference attendees. If I wanted to go to Gravy Analytics and say, hey, I want to advertise to digital marketing conference attendees on Facebook, can you create a custom audience for me? What's the conversation that we're having and how would you advise that I go about building that audience? It's a great exercise. And I think you are coming in with a hypothesis and or specification. So you're already one step ahead of the curve. So we would act upon that and pull that thread out a little further. In our database, we have categorical references of events and places of about 2,000 categories of each. Mm -hmm. So I might want to sit down with you and make sure that we understand all the possible threaded attendances by category that might make sense to help you understand who those best customers are. And I'm totally making it up on the fly here, but you said digital marketing conferences. Maybe it's also CMO-related events. Maybe it's B2B or account-based marketing events. There might be several other long-tail categories that could be of interest. And if so, we can simply cordon those off, as you described, put those into a bucketized, aggregated audience, and upload it into any of the channels that you see fit, whether it's Facebook or you work with a uh, DSP of choice. We can instantiate that custom-made audience based upon your spec natively into those platforms. Okay. So essentially, what you're saying is I come to you and I say, hey, I want to reach people that go to digital marketing events. And your first statement is digital marketing event is not necessarily enough filtering. What you need to do is take it a level farther down. And Gravy Analytics is going to work with you to say, okay, there's events, digital marketing events, and then there's the tertiary categorization, which is CMO events, channel-specific events, ABM, right? There's all these other sub-classifications. And you need to go through that list and check off which ones are relevant and which ones aren't. That's sort of the first step in your process. It is a logical first step. And even going back to a previous example that we talked about, like, let's say the wine lovers, I'm a wine retailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great audience to start with people who have been in and out of wine shops. That's a fantastic start. But then we look at the category of those and say, should we also include vineyard visits? Should we also include wine tasting? Should we include sommelier class? And typically, when we start to think about that, the answers are usually yes, but each customer may be a little nuanced, maybe a little different, where they might include or exclude some of those things. So let's say we go through this list of the tertiary filters of the digital marketing events, and we're excluding the ones that are small meetups that are just focused on startups, and we're looking at the growth stage and enterprise level digital marketing events. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X 
mutinyradio.co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Are you billing the relationship there based on the volume of data that you're sending, on the amount of filtering that you're having to do? What's the process there in terms of understanding how you package all of that data up? And then what does the model look like? It can be as simple as a flat CPM data fee, which is a lot of the times how we work. Like, for example, if you go buy our information on Oracle, the straight ref share relationship we have with Oracle is the standard pricing across all of their data sets. And you can buy us. It's like going to a supermarket. Our data is sitting right on the shelf. That's one very simplistic model. We have others where customers are trying to get very specific, looking at high conversion. They want us to measure the conversion rates. They want us to do things like conquesting and other things, in which case we may put together a plan. It's almost like a virtuous cycle where we're identifying the best customers, setting up the data and the associated campaigns with our customers, measuring that impact, using that learning to then titrate our definition, and it repeats. So it can be either or. Help me understand the range of cost and how you think about that. If I'm going and whether I'm buying it through Oracle or whether I'm going directly to Gravy Analytics and I purely want to acquire the data so I can run my performance marketing campaigns, and I don't mean to put you on the spot and you don't have to give me pricing for my (laughs) show specifically, but what I'm trying to do is get a sense of what it costs to acquire the data because what I'm thinking is I know what the range of cost is when I run a campaign across multiple channels, whether it be Facebook, AdWords, my podcast advertising. I have a general sense for my marketing mix what each channel of media costs. If I am buying the data to do a better job targeting, how much does that cost? And because I'm doing a better job targeting, how much does it lower the CPAs for my other channels is really what I'm thinking about. So help me understand when you're acquiring this type of data for use for performance marketing, what's the range of cost? You mentioned it's a CPM. Does it change its scale or is it just kind of a consistent rate? So the smallest of customers might start at $5,000 and buy data at $2 CPMs. And to your point, if we're doing our jobs right, There's a strong ROI component to that because your ultimate price on the conversions go down up to customers that will pay high six and seven figures for the aggregated data at scale that they will use and mix and match and match to their own CRM files and other things. So there's a price point and a value proposition for everyone, whether you're big or small. 
and whether you want to do a simple conversion or acquisition-based activation campaign, all the way up to I'm a large QSR brand and want to know where I should open up my next retail location, everything in between. And you mentioned that there's analytics that Gravy Analytics is doing outside of just this data component. Tell me a little bit more about that service and what are some of the questions people ask and how do you answer them? This has probably been one of the biggest changes that we have seen, really, I'll say in the last 18 months, but certainly over the last 24 to 36 Almost all we do today has some form of measurement associated with it. The effectiveness of actually understanding the impact as a from a marketer, what is the impact of what I'm doing to consumer behaviors? Am I drawing people more to my location and away from my competitors? And with our information and the associated granularity, we're able to answer very specific questions that we couldn't before. And I think gone are the days where marketers used to throw a bunch of campaigns up against the wall and not knowing what stuck and whether it's multi-touch attribution, last-touch attribution, understanding now the impact to consumer behaviors because we have historical now. We have lift analysis now. I have two years of data that I'm using to measure and benchmark against for every single customer and their competitors that we can truly, truly understand now what is the effectiveness of a lot of the campaigns and other things that they're doing. Last question for you. For people that haven't used location or event-based data and they're trying to wrap their head around how this can help them target and analyze their business performance, it's a little bit of a departure from, hey, I'm running my ads and I'm using the native platforms that are advertising or I'm buying through a trading desk and doing programmatic advertising and I know where someone has been and I am creating a specific list based on their event behaviors. What advice do you have for them to think about how to get started with this channel of advertising and sourcing this data? Well, the good news is you don't have to depart from most of the things that you're doing today. If you're already running programmatic advertising, if you're already using data to both build audiences and targeting segments and other things, this is just an extension of that. A, a powerful extension and as we think of ourselves as consumers and our own people on a target, I mean, just think about how we live our lives. I always tell everybody, I want to be the person Facebook thinks I am because that person's far more interesting and does far more better things than I live in my daily life. But if I'm a true marketer and someone who's trying to advertise to Jeff White, understanding how I live my life is a far more appropriate means and mechanism to target me than it is the person that Facebook thinks and who I aspire to be. So if you're already doing those things today, the good news is there's no reason to depart from those things today. We can just augment, enhance, and or enrich. And the easiest way to get started is just start small. Go look at some of our out-of-the-box audiences. They're on our website. They're at every DMP. Talk to us. We can help you understand what is the right audience for you, who is the right audience that you might want to go target in the future, who are my best customers, and just understand it better. At the end of the day, it's business blocking and tackling. We just help do it from a behavioral and location-based way. I think there's a really interesting philosophical debate here for marketers, which is what is more valuable, what websites and digital interactions someone has or what real-world interactions somebody has? Do you care if somebody is going to a website and looking for a specific piece of content? Or do you want to know if they went to an event? Did they actually go and participate something in real life and which one is a better 
targeting mechanism. And I think the devil is in the details. It depends what your business is and who you're targeting. But I think that this is an incredibly powerful source of data. And Jeff, I really appreciate how your company is going about thinking about location data from an event perspective, as opposed to just sort of aggregated following people around and not understanding the context of what events they are participating in. Thank you. Indeed. Okay, Jeff, I think that's a great place for us to land the plane. I really appreciate you coming onto the show. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Jeff White, the founder and CEO of Gravy Analytics for joining us. You can click on a link to Jeff's LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is Jeff underscore White 1347. Or you can visit his company's website, gravyanalytics.com. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for all of our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thank you for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you. So we created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we've got some great episodes lined up for you for the rest of the week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.